Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this week. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. Happy Holy Week. This is Thursday, Holy Thursday, that we're recording, and uh, I hope you all are getting ready for Easter, for the Easter bunny, dying eggs, and whatever your family traditions are. And and for those of you that celebrate Passover, happy Passover as well. There were many times when I was at a Seder dinner and I was the youngest one there, so I had to go find the hidden matzah and they'd give me like a $20 bill or something. Now I'm talking about when I was in my 20s, <laughs> probably 25. So it was cute that they were still trying to give me money, but but it was fun to to hunt for that. So we have several callers that have joined us already this evening, and I think we should just go ahead and go to the phones. So I believe our first caller is Gina. Hi, Gina. Hi. How are you, girl? How are you doing? Well, thank you. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. I am calling from Denver, Colorado. Okay, terrific. Did you guys get snow this week? Did I see? Oh, my word. Yes, we did. It's beautiful. The mountains look gorgeous out here. Did it melt down in the hinterlands where everybody lives? (laughs) You know, it's been snowing and melting and snowing and melting. So it's just a beautiful state to live in. It's gorgeous here. Oh, yeah. I know my sister-in-law and brother-in-law and their family live there. So we get to to enjoy them when we're out there. So that's fun. Well, good. Well, how may I help you this evening? Um, Yes. The reason I was calling is I have a wonderful 24-year-old son, and he has high-functioning autism. Mm -hmm. And about five years ago, he went through a very emotionally traumatic experience. And it just seems like he's really had a hard time recovering from this. And Mm -hmm. I've tried to get him into professional counseling, um, Mm -hmm. and he has refused He's no longer able to hold down a full-time job. Um, He still needs a lot of help. Um, He's all of a sudden developed a whole bunch of health problems, too, with motor tics, and he has all these allergies, and he's kind of put them on a self-imposed diet. And it just seems like every time I try to offer him some kind of help, I've had him to medical doctors, I've had him to naturopathic doctors, and he just, there seems to be something from blocking him from progressing. And he told me one day, he says, Mom, I feel like I'm stuck in a loop. Oh. And I just can't get out. And I just see this, he's such a beautiful soul and has the biggest heart. And I just want to be able to help my son. And I don't know what else to do at this point. Right. Right. What's it? Do you mind telling me his name? Or if you don't want to tell me his name, that's um, fine. No, too. that's fine. His name is Brock. 
Okay. <clears throat> All right. So what I'm going to do, Gina, is uh, connect to Brock through you. I'll connect to you energetically. What I do is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. We're all spirits in a human body having a human experience. And when our spirits are in our bodies, we vibrate more slowly than when we're in non-physical once we pass, once we transition, you know, once we die. And so by raising my vibrational level to the level of spirit, I can connect with your spirit. So I'm going to close my eyes. I'm in Birmingham, Alabama. I'm going to watch my, um, I'm going to watch a laser beam. Sharon, I see you just joined us. I'm going to mute you, but I'll come back to you. Um, So what I'm going to do is I'm going to watch a laser beam go from my body here in Birmingham. It's going to hook into you in Denver, and then I'm going to get to Brock through you. I'm going to ask his permission telepathically if I can scan him medically. If he gives me permission, I will. If he doesn't, I won't. It's an ethical thing with me. But if he doesn't, that doesn't mean that we can't get some information. I just won't be able to see anything invasive as far as like looking at an X-ray or a CT scan or an MRI. But we can get gotcha. information from questions that um, that are perhaps can be helpful as well. Okay. So okay. So here we go. Laser beams heading out to Denver. Got you. Okay. Got Brock. Brock. I'm talking with your mom. And she wants me to scan. Okay, he's telling me no before I even get the question out. <laughs> so, you know, what what I suggest is you may want to talk to him about it and or send him to my website, let him read about what I do, and then he'll... Yeah, before you even said that, I kind of had a feeling he was going to say no. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even say, I'm talking to your mom, and she wants me to... And he's just like, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So... so um, Let's ask some questions. Is, is it in, the first thing that came to my mind when you started telling me about Brock was to get him to the Amen Clinics. Have you heard of that, Dr. Amen? Do you no, know I Amen? have not. A-M-E-N, like Amen, hallelujah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know? And uh, A-M-E-N, and it's amenclinics.com, amenclinics, plural, Com. Okay. I believe they have a clinic in Denver. You have to go on their okay. website and look. They've got a bunch of them around the country. And what I would suggest is take him in there and have them do what's called a SPECT scan, S-P-E-C-T, Gina. And what that's okay. going to do is it's going to – it's different from a CT scan uh, because what it does is it shows the areas of the brain that light up, you know, which ones are functioning properly or not. And the CT scan is mainly looking for skeletal and tumors and stuff like that. And okay. the, spec, the spec scan is going to be able to give information to the doctors and to you and to Brock about, okay, this part of the brain is not lighting up. And then they have treatment methodologies that they use to help with that. And uh, I think they also have a... Um, they have nutritionists on staff, and there's a lot of stuff they can do with food. And okay. they, use, they use medicine kind of as a last resort. But Dr. Amen is really one of the experts on the planet with this spec scan. He's the guy that the NFL players go to when they have concussions. Oh. And um, I, I really think from a physiological standpoint, you need to know what you're looking 
you know, you need to know what you're dealing with. Um, And and his his whole premise, Dr. Amen's premise is all these psychiatrists give all this medication and it's like throwing a dart blindfolded because you don't know what's going on if you don't look at a scan. Yes. And so they try all these different medications, and in the meantime, what side effects and how is it affecting the body and how is it affecting those neural pathways and stuff? So I would recommend that. I know they, right. have, they have centers all over the country, so if they don't have one in Denver, um, you might be able to get them into one that's maybe not too far away. But I think they can, no. really, they can really help you. Yeah, yeah. It just seems like he doesn't want to accept help, and so I kind of was not surprised that he said no. But yeah. I'm hoping but that there's some way to help him. Yeah, and that's pretty common for um, people that have depression issues or anxiety issues or or whatever. It sounds like he had an issue. Um, he may have PTSD or something like that, too. You said something yes. happened that that was really traumatic for him. And um, that's pretty common that okay. people that, that are dealing with those issues, a lot of the time, they just feel like they're in a hole and they don't know how to dig out. But these professionals yeah. can. In the meantime, if you talk to him about what I do and you can get him to let me scan him, call in again or schedule a private consult, and then we can have a, a whole hour to do a deep dive to find out what's going on. That would be fabulous. Thank you so okay. much for your help. I do appreciate are, it. I'll look into it. You that. are most welcome. Okay. Enjoy your evening. All right. Happy Easter. All right. Thank you. Same to you. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. All righty. Our next caller is Kathy. Hi, Kath. Hi, Kath. Hi, Hi, Julie. How are you, girl? I'm okay. Good. Well, tell everybody where you're calling from, please. Calling from Dayton, Ohio. Okay. Well, what's happening? I have my co-star, Katie the Cat, here in my arms. (laughs) (laughs) She's sound asleep. She is. Now she's opening her eyes. She's like, you're talking about me. That's hysterical. And my question is is about her. Yeah. She, um, I'm just kind of trying to read her here today. She's, um, well, we, we are still in a little bit of a smoky situation here in the apartment. Okay. Um, And I've been taking her actually over to Mary's. Um, several times a week for a few hours during the day to give her a break. And that seems to help. We did not get to do that, however, in the last couple of days. And um, it's just interesting to see how quickly it seems like the smoke seems to bother her. So I was just wondering if you would do a quick check on her body and her little lungs and maybe help clear a little bit for us. Yeah. Please tell everybody uh, kind of an abbreviated version of what's going on with the smoky apartment. Sounds like you've had a forest fire in your apartment, and I, we know that's not the case. But for those of you, for those who are yeah. listening who didn't hear your story when you called in yeah. before. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because initially it was the person on the apartment on the other side of me who was smoking so much, and she no longer smokes inside. She only smokes outside. But in about 24 hours after that changed, the person on the other side of me started smoking more, um, and this time it comes in through the bedroom wall at the head of our bed. 
Um, and Katie sleeps right next to me, and she's a lot littler than me, so she's she's feeling the wear and tear of the smoke more than me. Um, right, cigarette smoke. And so you're, I know you're in the process of looking for another place to live, correct? Well, I was not going to because I thought it was resolved here, and now it's back up in the air again. So, wow. So potentially yes, but at least in the in the meantime, I'm uh, like I said, getting her out of here every day for a few hours, and that does seem to help a lot. But okay. I, I, I can't I can't tell right now because she's sounding a little more congested. So I don't know if I don't really know what's going on in there. All right, so I'm going to connect to you, Kath, and then from you to Katie the cat. So got okay. you. Got Katie. Yeah, her lungs have a bunch of junk in them. So let me suck those out for her. Her little lungs have all this gray energy in there, which is just from the smoke. Um, I I know she's not an outside cat, but it's almost like I wish you could put her on a little leash like a dog and walk her, <laughs> put her outside a little bit just to breathe some fresh air, you know, away from there. But um, I think it's good that you're getting her out of there. And I think this is just another indicator that you got to find another place to live. Um, and, and who knows what the other hidden reasons are that maybe haven't materialized yet, but I would go back mm. on the trying to figure out another place to live. Let me mm. suck out your lungs while I'm, well, I have you on my radar. What I'm mm-hmm. watching, everybody, is I watch this little instrument that's used in surgery. It's called a Yankauer suction device, and it goes into the body cavity when they're doing surgery. I'm an inventor of surgical devices, so I've spent decades in and out of the operating room. And so I watch this little device that they put in people's bodies that you know, sucks up fluid and stuff. And it's just been inserted into, into Katie's two lungs. Now it's in your lungs. It's just sucking all that yucky, um, yucky smoke out of there. And uh, um, that'll help you feel better. And then I just shot energy through both of you. So hopefully that'll, that'll make you feel better in the short run. But I think you're doing the right thing and getting her out of there and then finding another place to live. Yeah. Okay. All right. How's your dad, by the way? Um, you know, about the same, I think. Um, okay. It seems like about the same. I'm planning to go up and see him probably on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, and he, they did get his medication uh, with his dementia adjusted so that he's now able to go to hospice for respite care for my mom, so that my Wonderful. mom has a break because she hadn't had a break for a while because they couldn't get his meds adjusted. So that he was calm enough to go to hospice. Um, he's still in so. phase eleven of twelve, Kath. He, his, everybody. He's been dying for what, Kathy? A year, maybe? Oh, oh, more than that. A year and a half at least. He's been in phase eleven of twelve, and what I'm talking about um, for those of you that don't know, or I have this graphic on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, called the Twelve Phases of Transition, and it's what we all go through as we're getting ready to die, and how our loved ones and angels, deceased loved ones and angels, and our deceased pets, even their spirits, are all surrounding us. And Kathy's dad's been in the last phase for forever, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad you're going to get to go see him. So, yeah. okay. All right, Kath. Well, hang in there. Go find another place to live. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. All righty. Our next caller is Erica. Hi, Erica. Hello. How are you? 
Hi, I'm good. Good. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. From Washington, Utah. Oh, southern part of Utah. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Well, how may I help you this evening? I'm I'm here with my son Cash. He's nine years old, and he asked he asked if he could have a medical scan. I told him about you, and he yeah. he wants to have um what he has is stomach aches a lot, and he he feels like he's gonna he gets a little nauseous, and he thinks he's gonna throw mm-hmm. up, but he never does. Okay. Um, and he gets stomach aches, and it's a lot. And he's uh-huh. we're wondering what's going on with him. Cash, how, Cash, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yes. Hi. How old are you? Nine. Nine. So what are you on, fourth grade? Third. Third grade. Okay. Well, good. See, I can tell you're so advanced. I see you as being in a grade ahead of where you are, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, Cash, did you hear me talk about what I was going to do with Gina and Kathy and Katie the Cat, our other our callers earlier, that I... I watch a laser beam and my head go from where I am here in Alabama and it's going to come hook mm-hmm. into you in Utah. Okay. Did you, I know you've probably seen Star Trek or Star Wars, some of those movies, you know how they see, they use laser beams for stuff. Mm-hmm. I have one in my head that I get to see and my eyes are closed when I am looking at this stuff. So that makes it kind of fun too. So, um, hang on one second. Somebody just joined us, so I'm going to mute them. Okay. So, what I'm going to do is, here we go, laser beam heading out to you in Utah. Okay, got you. All right. You are full of what's called candida yeast. And um, you know what flour looks like that you use to make cookies or a cake, that white powdery flour? That stuff's in your is in your stomach and uh and what it does is it irritates your stomach and how it got in your stomach is we have all kinds of bacteria and fungi and jazz like that in our stomach and in our intestines that help us digest food and and help really help our immune systems work well to keep us well and you know when somebody's got the flu and you know some people catch it and a lot of people don't well, the ones that don't, their immune systems are just better. So um, both of you, has Cash been on antibiotics here in no. the, lately? Nope. Okay. Nope. Steroids? Nope. Uh, any kind of anti-inflammatories like Advil or anything like that? No. He got a throat. He got strep throat in the fall, but I just used colloidal silver and it cleared right up. Good and I girl. Did give it a probiotic, probiotic with it. Good girl. Um, that colloidal silver is amazing. I use that. It's amazing. And use that. It really is. And what that is for those of you that haven't ever heard of it is it's liquid silver. And you know, just gargle with it or rinse your mouth out with it, Erica. You know, you don't want to swallow that stuff um, if you can help it. Uh-huh. Just you know, uh-huh. I I always dilute it with a little bit of water. But uh, same thing. Okay. All right. Was Cash a C-section baby? Uh, nope. Okay. Good. And um, tell me about what what you buy as far as food to feed the family. Do you buy organic? Do you buy? Um, <laughs> do you buy? Well, we 
Well, he eats a little different. He's nine. So right now he's actually eating Fritos. Um, uh, he eats, like, he eats those frozen PB&Js. So we had thought he was lactose intolerant. So I've gotten him mostly off dairy and have been giving him almond milk. Um, yeah. But he doesn't eat, you know, as much fruits and vegetables. He, he eats, like, frozen waffles he likes, and he loves macaroni and cheese. Okay. So yeah, the diet not so good. Yeah. Well, somehow you've had it, you've, the bacteria in your stomachs died off some and it's allowed this yeast to, to grow wild and that's what's causing your stomach aches. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to clear it out of your stomach, but all that stuff that you just told me that you like to, that your mom just told me you like to eat cash, that stuff's all giving you a stomach ache because the yeast has a party when sugar or anything that's refined like waffles or PB&J, bread, or any kind of sugar happens. The one thing I really want you to stay away from is Doritos, okay? Just promise me you'll never eat another Dorito in your life because Doritos have all these chemicals in them, and one of the chemicals causes brain cells to rupture, okay? Okay, thank you for that. I don't allow them in my house. I I didn't allow Jonathan to eat them when he was growing up. I don't allow my grandsons to eat them. I mean, they taste great. Go to Trader Joe's. They've got nacho cheese. They taste just like Doritos and I have all the junk in them. You can get them at, okay. at Trader Joe's. Okay. I think check okay. the Costco ones too. Costco, I think, doesn't have many preservatives in there is either. And I'm sure Sprouts and um, Whole Foods probably have a version, but never eat Doritos ever, 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 right. ever. Okay. okay, Cash? Okay, okay. So he wants to know, what about Fritos? Fritos, anything that's refined. So that if you think about it, food is either made by God, you know, it's an animal or it comes off of a plant, or it's made in a factory. Fritos are made in a factory. Anything made in a factory till you get this yeast cleared up is going to cause a stomach ache for you. Because okay. the body the body's going to process it like it's sugar. And when you're making bread or or wine or beer, for that matter, cash, sugar is added to that formula because it makes the yeast expand and it, it goes into a bunch of bubbles in the stomach. And that's what makes your stomach hurt. Plus, it releases a bunch of toxins into the bloodstream and it inflames, it, it irritates that stomach and intestinal lining. So um, two things that will help a lot. Number one, go to bulletproof.com slash diet, Erica, and download the food chart there. It's free. You can download it. Try and focus on eating stuff that's on the food chart. The next thing is try and buy organic and grass-fed meat and, you know, free-range poultry and that kind of stuff as much as you can because there's so much Roundup that's sprayed on our food and Roundup mm-hmm. is a pesticide that kills bugs, including bugs uh-huh. in our stomachs. And okay. people say, well, what, why do I have to buy grass-fed meat or, or free-range chicken? Well, they feed those animals in those feedlots grain that's full of Roundup. So when you eat the meat, you're ingesting that pesticide that's killing the bugs in your stomach. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. So kind of like that old food chain. <laughs> you know, it is really the food chain here. The other thing yeah. that will help a lot is medicine called nystatin, 
N Y S T I. You're familiar with that? Okay. Nystatin's an antifungal, everybody that kills yeast on contact. I would get his doctor to give him a prescription for that. They're tablets. I would have him take it four times a day. And that's going to really help get the yeast under control. A lot of people believe that if they just take probiotics, it's going to help. It's not while the yeast is out of control because the the good bugs don't have a chance because the yeast is just so, so, you know, um, prolific. So, Cash, what I'm doing right now is I'm getting the yeast out of your stomach and out of your intestines. Got a little bit of it in your esophagus, too. So my guess is sometimes you have what people call heartburn, um, and that's the part that sometimes makes you feel like you're going to throw up. Um, Okay. And uh, so I'm getting that calmed down. Your stomach's pretty inflamed, intestines a little bit. You have little teeny tears in your intestines, so I'm getting those stitched up. And now I'm I'm watching this white energetic cream that's going to soothe it. But if you can pay attention, if God made it, you can eat it. If a factory made it, stay away from it till you get the yeast under control. And the nystatin is going to make a huge difference. Almond milk has a lot of sugar in it. Um, Stay. I would stay away from dairy, especially the milk, because what just about sugar? What about raw milk? Well, try it. See see what happens. But the the problem is, unless it's organic, you've got that pesticide in it, and you got other stuff too. You know, antibiotics, and there's a lot of antibiotics in our food supply from okay. the cows and from the chickens and and all of that unless even, you're yeah even in the I raw mean, even in raw milk with local uh-huh. cow unless okay. it's organic yeah and I'll, I'll have to find out i don't know if it is but okay yeah yeah so i would do that i would um obviously stay away from soda and um, juice juice is full of yeast full of sugar mm. uh, you know all that stuff so download that food chart it'll it'll give you a lot of a lot of good clues of things good. that you can eat Okay. So is, right. is he actually lactose intolerant? Can you tell? I, I get a no. I think it's yeast no. related. I yeah. get a no. Okay. But his yeah. stomach's so irritated, Erica, that my guess Everything is pretty else. much anything he's putting in there is just yeah. hurts. I've been there. Yeah. And uh, okay. so, yeah. So get some, I'm so happy some nice for that stuff. information. Well, you are most welcome. And, and Google Candida yeast overgrowth. And there's so much information online about it as well. So hopefully that'll help. Okay? Thank you. Thank you so much. You are most welcome. Bye, Cash. Thanks. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you. Okay. All right. Our next caller is, let's see, I think it's Linda. Hi, Hi, Julie. Yes. Hi. I'm calling from the San Francisco Bay Area. Yes. How are you, girl? Um, you know, I'm I'm well, but I just got a really shocking call. And, you know, over the last couple months, I checked in with you, and my brother Joe did just pass, and I was in Florida. Oh. I just got back last week. I'm but sorry. I just got a t- I just got a call from my nephew that my mother is now in the hospital. Oh no. And her name is Mary and she's in Fort Lauderdale and because of the family system I live in, I'm not even allowed to know she's in the hospital. So I don't even know how she is, but she has a history of high blood pressure and 
she had a heart attack a couple years ago after my father died. Okay. So I'm just obviously quite worried and yeah, don't really know. And trying to figure out whether you need to go back to Florida, right? Yeah, because like, I'm like in the you don't deserve to know category of my family system. <laughs> Lovely. All right. So I'm going to connect to you first, Linda. And then from you, I'm going to connect back across the country to Mar- to your mom, Mary. So here Thank we go. You. Laser Beam's going to come find you. They already got you. Okay, it's, it's, it's boomeranging back to the to the East Coast and Florida. So I've got that. Okay, your mom. Yeah, your mom's in what's called phase two of the twelve phases of transition. Ooh, and. Uh, as I was mentioning, there's a chart on my website. I think you've seen it probably with your brother when we spoke about your yes. brother. And, and I've read um, your book. Yes. Oh, thank you. Um, and so phase two looks like uh, the spirit exits the body through the top of the head. For those of you that don't know what Linda and I are talking about, hangs onto the top of the head. It looks like a cartoon caption bubble. And, uh, and your mom's parents' spirits are at her feet. So there are three questions, as you know, that I ask everybody when they're in transition. And the first one is, Mary, are you ready to go? No. Are you in pain? Yes. What do you need, my family? That's pretty mm. typical. Pretty typical. So um, I'll know better how severe this is or how serious this is within the next few days. If you just email me, Linda, Julie at AskJulieRyan.com, I'll do a quick scan mm-hmm. on her. It'll take me a second, and I'll say phase whatever. And if she's progressing through the phases quickly, we'll know that you probably need to get down there. Um, right mm-hmm. now, is it in Linda's best interest to go to Florida to be with her mom? I get a yes. I'm getting mm-hmm. a yes on that. So why don't you email me tomorrow, and um, let's take a look at her tomorrow and see where she is. Because she's oh, in the early early stages. And oftentimes um, when I see people in the early stages, I just say, you know, let's see what happens over the next few days because that will give us a better indicator of of if they're, you know, progressing quickly or not. And, and I've I seen know. people be in, be in phases and then go back to normal and not be dying. You know, I know because that was with my brother. He went... I know he went really far, and then at Christmas, you asked him, it's like, is it okay to come? Yes, and I went, and he was at six, and then I left, and then he just he just died. I mean, he's been in brain cancer and severe pain, yeah. so it was good for him to go, but I, I think my mom is just so grief-strucken that she's lost her son that I wonder how much of it is just her own grief about, yeah. or if she's having a heart attack, I don't know. I've seen uh, people in late stages that have survived. One of my brother's best friends uh, had a stroke and was in the operating room, and I didn't think that he'd make it off the table. And that was probably seven or eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's still here to tell the tales. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So email okay. me tomorrow when you think of that it. That sounds great. And, and I will, um, I'll check in on her and then we'll, we'll go from there. And then, you know, Thank just you email so me over the next few days and let's, let's just kind of keep an eye on her and see okay, if you need wonderful. to get back on a plane. Okay. Alrighty. Hang Thank in there. Thank you so much, Julie. I you really appreciate it. You are most it. welcome. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. 
most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural, dot com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com and use Julie Ryan at checkout and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. All righty. We do this show, everybody, every Thursday night and it's at 8 Eastern, 7 Central and 5 Pacific. And you can find this a number of places. If you go to my website, askjulieryan.com and scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, you'll see all of it. My blog, I I send out every Thursday morning. Sign up for my blog when you're on the website, and uh, it has this call-in information in it. Also, uh, wherever you download podcasts, it's in the show notes. And then social media, Ask Julie Ryan on Instagram and Ask Julie Ryan on Facebook. I always post it the day of the show and say, hey, call in, and, you know, here's the call-in information, so it's easy to do there. Also, while you're on my site, AskJulieRyan.com, schedule an appointment, and then we'll have a whole hour to do a deep dive into whatever you want to talk about. I'm a, I tell people I'm a businesswoman who does woo-woo, and I'm a buffet of psychicness. So we can talk to your deceased loved ones. We can scan you medically. Like with Kathy, we just scanned her cat. We can scan your, your animals. Um, talk about past life things, spirit guides, whatever. It makes it really fun and really interesting. All of the above, whatever time allows. So schedule that. Also, I forgot to mention at the start, um, in celebration of my 100th show, this is 95 tonight, I'm giving away a free one-hour private session, and those normally cost 155 bucks. And I'm going to do a drawing. So to enter the drawing, you just have to complete these three easy things by May 1st. And that's follow me on Instagram at AskJulieRyan. Subscribe to my blog at AskJulieRyan.com and write a review about why you like the podcast on iTunes at AskJulieRyan. So those are all really easy. And then speaking of of, um, my blog, people submit questions online, usually people that can't join us on the show for whatever reason. And this is one that was submitted and I, and I've got the question and my answer and it's called my baby is in pain. And it's from Michelle. Michelle lives here in Birmingham, Alabama. And she said, hi, Julie, can you please do a medical scan on my baby son, Ronan? He seems to have a, have a lot of abdominal pain and acid reflux. Nothing seems to be giving him any relief. And the doctor just tells me he'll outgrow it. 
Our surprise baby arrived via C-section five months ago, and I've nursed him from the start. I thought nursing was supposed to be the very best way to feed an infant, and I'm very careful about what I eat that could possibly affect him through my breast milk. We don't know what else to try. Please help. We're all sleep-deprived and feeling helpless. It breaks my heart to see him suffering. So I, here's my response. I said, hi, Michelle, congratulations on your new baby, Ronan. I'm so sorry to hear he's in pain. In order to get some answers for you, I first energetically connected to you and from you to Ronan. While scanning him, I could see in my mind's eye that he's full of candida yeast, like what we were just talking about with Cash. I believe this situation has been caused from a combination of his being born via C-section and antibiotics given to you and possibly to him, too. In the past several years, the medical community has discovered when a baby is born vaginally, it ingests some of the mother's bacteria, which in turn seeds its gut biome. The American Academy of Pediatrics stated, quote, infants born through cesarean section had lower numbers of bifidobacterium and bacterioids. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but that's what it looks like. Whereas they were more, more often colonized with C. difficile, which is, which is bad news, C. diff, uh, compared with vaginally born infants. C-section babies obviously avoid the birth canal when being born and therefore miss out on what has shown to be an important process in developing a robust gut biome and immune system. So I was talking about with Cash again a couple minutes ago. Further, when antibiotics are given to the birth mother post-op, they eradicate beneficial bacteria in the stomach and intestines and allow yeast to flourish. This not only affects the mother's gut biome, it affects the baby's gut biome through breast milk. An overabundance of yeast causes a variety of symptoms, including gastric distress and acid reflux. In an attempt to get Ronan some relief, I removed the yeast from his GI tract and watched an energetic balm resembling thick white facial cream be applied to his inflamed tissues. I just did that with cash. In particular, his little stomach was very irritated. This isn't a surprise considering the yeast release toxins that irritate the lining of the esophagus, stomach, and intestines and turn them into a fermentation factory with lots of painful bloating gas and bubbles. Now, here are a few things you can do to help your baby heal. First of all, while you're nursing, do your best to eat organic whole food. The pesticides used in our food supply kills bugs, including gut bacteria. And then I told her to go to the bulletproof.com slash diet and download the chart depicting what foods to eat. Also, while you're nursing, do your best to avoid processed food and especially sugar. Yeast loves sugar and eating it causes gas, bloating, and pain in the human GI tract. And then lastly, get your pediatrician to write a prescription for Nystatin, N-Y-S-T-A-T-I-N, oral suspension. Nystatin is an antifungal found in the ground that kills yeast on contact. It doesn't have any side effects and is most commonly prescribed to treat thrush. Nystatin will do wonders to get the yeast under control and most importantly, relieve Ronan's gastric pain. Hope this information helps and hope Ronan is feeling better. Okay, so Ronan has what the doctors will call colic. And they all say they're going to outgrow it. Well, not necessarily. My grandson, Max, who's now 11, when he was two, our daughter Holly called and said, can you scan Max? He's in a lot of pain. And, it, and I, can't do, I can't seem to do anything to help him. I scanned him. He was full of yeast. Well, it got to the point where we met them. Tim and I met them down at Children's Hospital. And they took an x-ray of Max's stomach. It, ha- it was full of 
gas bubbles. I mean, it was like somebody had blown those bubbles that you, you know, having a little jar and you blow through like a little wand. It was full of gas bubbles, and it was because of this yeast. So we got him on Nystatin. The ER doctors didn't know anything about it, but we got him on Nystatin, and, and he's, he was okay very shortly thereafter. But that baby was in so much pain. I can remember sitting on a cot with my back, you know, like on a stretcher, with my back against the wall, holding him and rocking him for two hours straight because he just – he wouldn't go to anybody else, and he was in so much pain. So that's what colic is, everybody. And there's an easy way to treat it with this nice statin. They're, they prescribe for thrush and diaper rash and stuff like that anyways. That's all, those are all fungal infections. So keep that in mind. Also, if any of you are having a C-section, may have a C-section or have a loved one who's having a C-section, be sure and Google C-section gut biome because what doctors in the know are doing now is they're, they're taking um, bacteria from the vaginal canal about an hour before the C-section and they're putting it on a swab and they they coat the baby's mouth in it, and they, they'll coat you know, other parts of the baby, his, his nasal tissues, and it helps seed this gut biome. So this is, this is something fairly new that they've discovered in the last few years. So those of you that are looking at C-sections, keep that in mind. All right, so let's go to our next caller, and I think that is Patrice. Hi, Patrice. Uh, hello, Julie. How, How are you? you? I'm well. I'm How are you? Great. I'm Terrific. doing well. Please Calling tell everyone where Stewart, you're Florida. Stewart, Florida. What's happening down there? Oh, not a whole lot. It's, you know, starting to end. Well, it's busy now, but it'll be emptying out in the next week or so. You know, the uh-huh. snowbirds start to go back after Easter and Passover. Right. Well, terrific. Well, how may I help you this evening? Well, mine's a little uh, different than everyone else's. I um, lost a childhood friend unexpectedly. Um, someone that I had um, always been felt very, very close to from the first time we met. It was a boy that I met in my fifth grade class. He was like the new kid where I was always like very well behaved. He was very rebellious. And he was kind of what you would call my first crush. And even though oh. nothing ever developed out of it, we always kind of had this kind of, you know, this very high regard for one another. He was with the bad kids. I was always with the good kids. And our lives <laughs> went in two separate directions. Right. So about a couple of years ago, you know, he, we found each other on Facebook. And it was a time after talking a couple of months. He was going through some hard times. It seemed like through, throughout his life, he always made bad choices. And I said, come to Stewart. Come visit for like a week. You know, we'll have a nice Christmas meal. You can get away from all the stuff that's hanging over your head. And we really had a special time together. Um, and that was the last time I saw him, although we did stay in touch. So the last few months, he wasn't answering any messages. And I thought, oh, perhaps he met someone or something great is going on. And then I open up Facebook one day and I see people saying to rest in peace to him. And I'm like, oh, no. <sighs> so, you know, since then, like in the last week, I've been to his memorial service, you know, with the family that, you know, mm-hmm. I so fondly remember from growing up. And um, it gets crazier. He has two best friends, his brother, his brother, Patrick, and a Patrick that he was living with at the time of his death. So uh-huh. about a week and a half after he passed, Patrick, who he was also li- that he was living with, he passed. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. 
So it's two like childhood people from the same area. But the reason I'm calling tonight, and I don't even know if you can do this. Like, I feel like I could talk to Robert. He's like right here. I can almost smell like cigarette smoke at times. I just start to talk to him as crazy as it sounds. And Mm -hmm. I feel okay, although I feel lonely. But I'm very concerned about Robert's brother, Patrick, whose birthday is tomorrow. And the guy is so, so depressed. I thought he was like at the end of his rope after losing his brother, Robert, who was his mm-hmm. best friend, but his other best friend, Patrick, just dying within, you know, a short, you know, not even two weeks later. I was wondering mm-hmm. if there's like any way to ask Robert if he could somehow get to his brother or do something to yeah. make his brother okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he's around his brother now. Um, and, and has been since he passed because we're, when we're in spirit form, Patrice, we can be in multiple places at the same time because right. we're made in the image and likeness of God. And I believe that's the spirit form part of us, not the human form. form. And um, so I'm sure he's around his brother, but let me get, I'm going to connect to you in Florida. I'm sure Robert's right there next to you because we're talking about him. And let's ask him a few questions. Okay. So here we go. Laser beams heading to you in Florida. Got you. Okay. Yeah. He's standing right to your right. So questions for him. Are you around your brother, Patrick, all the time? Um, He's going to be fine. He'll get through this. He's just feels like he's been run over by a Mack truck. My words, not necessarily his. Pummeled is what he said. Um, question. Do you have any quick questions for him, Patrice? I just wish he had told me that he died, that he was sick, and I just, you know, I just wish I could have helped him through his journey. I just wanted to. I just know the answer. He'll probably just say he didn't want to trouble me with his sickness. His words were he didn't want to. He didn't want to burden you. His words were burden. He didn't want to burden you. But he said the cool thing is he can be around you all the time now. <laughs> and, That's awesome. And he, and he said, and I won't smell like smoke. <laughs> you can't smell so, like smoke. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, so, yeah, he said his brother's going to be fine. He'll get through this. May I make a suggestion? Sure. Send um, Brother Patrick my book, mm-hmm. and Angelic Attendance, and um, – what I find is that people that have lost a loved one or people that have a loved one that is dying, and certainly all of us are going to face this at some point in our life, it, it, people tell me how comforting it is. Um, and, and more and more people are telling me, yeah, I just sent your book to so-and-so because they just lost their mom or their dad or their whatever. And, uh, and everybody that tells me that goes on and on about how comforting it is. So have you read my book yet? Patrice? Yes, I have. Yes, I have okay. a copy. So, so that, that would be my suggestion of something that you can do that could really help him. Okay. okay. All right. Sure. Well, thanks so much for calling in. Okay. Thank you, Julie. All righty. Take care. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Our next caller is Sharon. Hi, Sharon. It's actually Sharon. Sharon. Hi, Hi Julie. Sharon. How are you? <laughs> I'm there, doing well. How about you? I'm great. There was no accent on my version on my dashboard here. So everybody, Sharon was on our show, what, Sharon, two weeks, three weeks ago, something like that. And she's the the one, the gal who invented namology, which she can tell people's personalities and um, basically if they're, you know, 
crazy or not <laughs> by their name. <laughs> is that a good is that a good way um, to describe it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Think yeah. how their personality traits and where they yeah. are, where the challenges are, where their gifts and talents yeah. are. If she, anyway, if, so she uh, if she if she reads somebody's name, she'll say, "Oh yeah, they're really they're really um, they would be a really great match for you." And then if she says, "Run, run," then you know you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but I always say, "Talk to me before you fall in love," because once you fall in love, you don't want to listen. <laughs> That's right. That's true. Where are you this evening? I'm actually in Tennessee. Okay. Um, I start my travels on Monday, and then I'll be gone for the month of April. But I was calling because starting at about a week ago, I've started to get this rash on the back of my legs and on my back. Huh. And was wondering if you wouldn't mind taking a look at that and seeing what's causing yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Does it itch, Sharon, or is it painful? Always. Itches. Always itching. Doesn't hurt, but, but itches all the time. Does it? Does it have little pustules on it, like poison ivy? Did you get into something you've been playing out in the yard? Well, I haven't been playing out on the yard, and I don't, I don't think I got into anything because I always have clothes on. But mm-hmm. it, you know, it just it, it itches, and I can't. I haven't been able to get a good view because it's on my back and on the back of my legs, and I was traveling, so mm-hmm. I haven't been around where there's mirrors. Mm-hmm. I just got home, and I thought, oh, I need to call, but it's just. Yeah, I don't know, like you. maybe I've I'm breaking you. out from the, the cotton or something. No, I've got you on my radar already. I can see it. Um, it. It has like little teeny raised areas on it, but I don't see like little blisters, like it's a um, poison oak or poison ivy or anything. Uh, so let's see. Yeah, it's a, it's some kind of a topical, you know, it's some kind of a contact dermatitis. Um, you were traveling. I, I think it has to do with the laundry detergent used on hotel sheets. Well, that would make sense. Yeah, I think that's what it is. So um, what I'm getting for you to take is up your intake of vitamin E and, um, and up also uptake your intake of omega-3s. So fish oil, that kind of stuff, it's going to help okay. remove it. Yeah. And um, I, I really Great. think it. I think it's from the detergent on on the linen in whatever hotel you were staying in. So well, that makes facial, sense because I'm really picky on laundry, on linen. Yeah, or the my, laundry stuff I use. Yeah, my um, face will break out sometimes. So I take my own pillowcases with me when I travel, and I put them on top of the hotel pillowcases so that my skin is touching, especially on my face, is touching. Um, you know, my pillowcases, which people think I'm really anal. I don't care. It keeps my face from breaking out. So, well, you know, when I travel overseas, I make myself, I have a, a ten side sheet that I've sewn in half and like a sleeping mm-hmm. bag, and I put that inside the sheets when I'm traveling because I never know what I'm going to get when I'm traveling overseas. But right. we were here in the States, so I didn't think about doing that. But I make yeah. that one too. Yeah. Yeah, it just means you're a tender flower girl. <laughs> okay, you're a tender well, flower. You. You're welcome. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy your holiday weekend. Thanks. Thanks for See you soon. Bye-bye. Okay, bye bye. And our next caller is Geraldine. Hi, Geraldine. Hello, are you there? 
Hello. I can hear you, I think. Is your phone on mute? Geraldine. Okay. Well, I guess it is. But um, I, what I'll do is I will go to another question that was submitted online. And this one comes from Catherine. And Catherine lives in Victoria, British Columbia in Canada. And she asked, hi, Julie. The Internet is a wonderful thing. Through a series of podcasts and health and fitness related blogs, I found your podcast and website. I'm enjoying listening to your shows. In one of your early podcasts, you mentioned a book. I was driving and unable to write the name. Was it something about wings? I couldn't find the title on your blog or in the show notes. I'm a registered nurse and very much believe in the spirits that surround us. I used to practice therapeutic touch, but I've been busy raising my children and not practicing. My mother-in-law died almost three years ago, and I stayed with her in palliative care for about a week before she passed. She lived in a different city. The night before she died, she was restless, not speaking at that point. I sensed fear and held her hand for part of the night. I was lying on a cot next to her bed. I have two questions about this. Number one, do spirits leave the body before the heart stops? I felt like she left that night, not the next evening when her heart stopped. And number two, spirit-wise, is she something else besides my mother-in-law in this life? I have felt her presence several times over the last two and a half years, especially when I was competing in a triathlon about six months after she died. I believe she knows how much her grandchildren and I miss her. I'm sure you're very busy, so thank you for taking the time to read my question. And here's my response. Hi, Catherine. I'm delighted you found my podcast and to hear from you. Thanks for your kind words about the show. Regarding your questions, spirits depart after the heart stops beating and your mother-in-law is always around you, your children, and other loved ones. That's what I was talking about earlier, that when we're in spirit form, when we're in non-physical, we can be in multiple places at the same time, which is kind of a wild concept, but it would be really convenient if you think about it. Any, and I put in parentheses, what we humans perceive to be negative personality traits, and parentheses, are now non-existent. In spirit form, your mother-in-law is pure love and light. What a loving, kind, wonderful gift you gave your mother-in-law by staying with her and doing something as simple as holding her hand as she was dying. Many of us are afraid of death. Watching a loved one go through the dying process is unnerving, especially because it forces us to confront our own mortality. We like to have control of our lives and our environment, and we often find not knowing an outcome to be frightening. After all, humans interpret ambiguity as a bad thing when it's simply just a lack of information. It's been my experience both personally and with countless friends and clients that the dying process always contains a glorious component. What's better than having your loved one be surrounded by angels, their deceased family members, friends, and pet spirits, and to have an angelic escort to heaven? Please check out the illustrations for the 12 Faces of Transition on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and you'll see what I'm describing. Also, the book I mentioned during an earlier show was Hands of Light by Barbara Brennan, Ph.D. Dr. Brennan is a former NASA physicist who was able to make complicated energetic theories understandable to the non-scientific mind. She founded an accredited healing arts school where people come from all over the world to study her methods. You can even get a bachelor's degree there. 
Hands of Light was the book that launched my interest in energy medicine more than 25 years ago and happened to be the first textbook I used when I began my medical intuitive education. I studied at the School of Healing Arts in Nashville, Tennessee, and was taught by a graduate of Dr. Brennan's school, a woman named Susan Austin Crumpton. For more information about this training, go to the theschoolofhealingarts.com or barbarabrennan.com. I also, too, Catherine, would suggest, like I just did with Patrice, is send, get a copy of my book, Angelic Attendance, because it talks about what happens as people are transitioning, and it provides a lot of comfort to people um, who, are, who are in the process of losing a loved one or who have recently lost a loved one, or maybe not even recently. A lot of times I'll meet people who are still really grieving from um, losing a loved one. And this, this information that I convey in my book talks about what happens in the spirit world, and then it has several stories in it that are really heartwarming and, and illustrate um, these different phases of transition and how that comforted their families. So with that, remember... Register for the free drawing of a one-hour consult. Um, go to Instagram, ask Julie Ryan, follow me on that. Write a review about why you like the podcast on iTunes at Ask Julie Ryan. And subscribe to my blog at AskJulieRyan.com. And then I'm going to announce the winner on my 100th show, which is Thursday, May 3rd. So that will be fun to do that too. Send in your questions to me online. Uh, you know, do the Instagram and Facebook stuff and have a wonderful holiday weekend, whether you're celebrating Easter or Passover or just springtime. Just uh, call in and, and or enjoy your time and, and uh, with family and friends, hopefully, and call us next week. And for any callers that I didn't get to, please call in again next week and I will, let me know that you were on and, and didn't get onto the show this week and I'll take you first. So with that, everybody take care. Happy Easter. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.